Hello, welcome to the what I I guess would be the first podcast for Word of Reason podcast. Uh, I have no idea what I'm doing here, but uh, <laughs> that's all I got for right now, bro. But um, this is not. I don't even know if this would be the pilot. I'm just recording this right now because I heard that I need to record it. But um, welcome whoever is here on the first pilot episode so to lay the foundation flat and not talk your ears off uh essentially what this podcast is is just to gain understanding on the word of god so the reason why i called it word of reason or to be honest i heard the title of word of reason was most people don't have any type of understanding or reason around their life or what they want to do with it um, and how to find meaning in it or where to find meaning and who to find meaning in it. And I know the answer to that. And it's truth. And that's through Jesus Christ and through his word. That's why it's called the word of reasoning or the word of reason podcast. Because I'm giving you reason through the word. So I got the word of reason. Okay, that's the wrong one. Oh, that's the wrong one again. Okay. There we go. I forgot which one it was. Yes. <laughs> That's not it, bro. That's not it. Oh my god, bro. That's not it. I folded. But, you know, I just really want to come on here and practically, uh, essentially, this is a podcast about apologetics. Uh, just ask questions and find them to be answered. And I will try my best to be led in the spirit to be able to answer those questions. So, reason why I even started this podcast in the first place was because the Lord just recently, about a week and a half ago, told me to quit my job. I know, I know. He told me to quit my job. And I was like, for context, I was just getting ready to go to school, just getting ready to, um, you know, pretty much make the commitment to be able to do that. And uh, God said no. Uh he said, I really, 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 no, I need you to quit. And meanwhile, I'm sitting on top of a ladder. I'm going like, excuse me, what? Why Why am I about to do that? We're in too deep. We are in too deep to be able to, to, to progress in quitting the job. We Actually, it wouldn't even be progression. It would be a setback. So I say, God, honestly, if this is you, let me know. Give me a sign. Let me know that this is you. And so about a few days go by and I see a TikTok as well. By the way, this is I'm just going to tell it in chronological order. But I see a TikTok of someone named BK the pastor and he cuts his locks off and now has a buzz cut. And Lord also told me, I'm going to need you to cut your hair just like his or just like he did. And I'm saying like, yeah, right. This ain't the, this ain't the Lord. Cause I, I just say some stuff. I say stuff like this all the time to myself. Ain't no way, ain't no way. And so I said, God, if you really want me to do that, I ain't getting no buzz cut. <laughs> I'm not getting no buzz cut. I'll take the locks out. But I procrastinate that uh, as well because I'm like, okay, give me some confirmation because we're doing some big things right now. First you tell me to quit my job, and now I'm here and cut my hair. So, flash forward to about from today it's friday march 24th so probably uh shoot i'd imagine maybe monday this week 
so it'd probably be the 19th or 20th that I got the revelation again through uh, the podcast that kind of made me want to start podcasting in the first place and also put this thought in my head. But so recently on Spotify, it wasn't coming up and I wouldn't be able to see The Basement by Tim Ross. And on it was a guest named Charles Metcalf. And so I'm just listening to it because I'm like, oh, shoot, the podcast. They they posted up a clip and it ain't been working on Spotify. So I listen to it here. Next thing you know, I. I'm, I'm listening and Charles was like explaining how the Lord had called him out of making a church. And here's the story for reference. So. He felt the need to start his own church and he had so much progression towards it. I mean, much further than me just going to school and having the GI Bill done and this, that, and the other, and all the money's ready and school's going to be paid off in full. He had a hundred thousand in the bank. I said a hundred thousand in the bank and he had a whole bunch of people ready to start the church with him. He had people coming out there to start the church and he had the vision for the church, the lease sign for the building. Everything was going smooth for this church, bro. And I'm talking about, I'd say probably, I'd imagine what was right before the production of this church. God told him, I'm going to need you to stop. Uh, you're not making this church. Charles said, uh, yes, we are. We finna make that. We finna make the church because he was, he just felt the need to to keep going because he was in too deep and that's why i will always tell the story with the words in too deep because when that was you know brought to me i was like dog that's exactly the same exact situation that i feel that i'm in because i'm in too deep to just be like yeah no i'm not stopping this progression progression and so that's when tim stops and says let's slow down let's slow down and he's like that's what we need to talk about because people seem to continue to base their movement and progression based off of how they perceive progression to be. But when God says stop, you stop. That's it. Point blank final. And so when I heard that, I was like, bruh, the basement ain't been working on Spotify for all this time. And now all of a sudden, now this is the clip that I see. Because he'll post about three or four, made like not even three or four, but like two to four clips of the one podcast. That was the first one that I had seen from any podcast in like a week and a half, like two weeks, I'll say two weeks, two and a half weeks. And so I'm like, oh, okay, I'm freaking out a little bit, bro. I'm freaking out. And so... I hop out the car. I'm calling my dad. Next thing you know, I'm like, Lord, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I call my dad. I'm saying I might have to quit my job. And then he's like, wait, why? What's up? And I really want to, uh, depending on how this podcast goes, I really want to say I adore my mother and my father for being both men and women of God because they are very understanding in this process. While I'm sitting over here with bills to pay, um, not even over a thousand dollars yet. And, uh, I don't got a job because I already quit. And so they're very, they're very, very supportive and loving and they're trusting about it. And uh, 
I just want to say thank you because I know a lot of parents would freak out at their kid just quitting their job suddenly and a job that's doing so well. I was an electrician for um, for context for those who do not know me like that. But I'm an electrician, and that job is a good field to be in, especially in this day and age. There's nothing but good things that can come from being an electrician unless you, you don't know what you're doing and you kill yourself. But um, I was just like, okay, let me call my dad and let me explain everything. So I explain everything from me getting the, the, the thought while I'm sitting over here working on a final for a house, putting in a smoke alarm, to... All the context I just gave you up until listening to that podcast clip. And I was like, doggone, bruh. Nah. And I was like in disbelief on the phone with my dad. And so I'm praying and asking God. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Let me just let me just let me just calm down. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. Because to be let me let me go back to when I first got it. God told me I want you to quit like within that week. You wanted me to quit earlier. So I had procrastinated on being obedient to him in the first place. And so I'm sitting over here stressing up at work and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta chill out. So the day goes by, I go home and I'm starting to believe that it's true because I just got confirmation again, but I'm like, God, nah, I need more confirmation. So that day I get home and I talk to my dad. He's like, just pray about it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't got nothing else to do but pray about it. Like, I got to make sure I'm obedient to God. But I also got to make sure that this is God that I'm talking to in the first place. Because we should not be making harsh decisions based off of just one whim. And that's what I wasn't going to do. Because just to hear that, that could come that, that could be from anything. And especially the enemy could be trying to throw you off track. Or God could be trying to bring you right on track to where you need to be. And I feel this is exactly where I need to be. And I'll get to that point when I get there. Because there's a lot of stuff that happens up until that day that I come home and I pray that just starts to answer questions as to, okay, I did need to quit my job. But now we're in this area of just just trusting in him and having faith to where I need to just wait on God, but make sure that I'm spending my time with him so that I can hear his voice. Like, we're not going to be playing Roblox. We're not going to be doing a whole bunch of this, that, and the other. We're not going to be... We're not going to be doing none of that. We're not going to be doing none of that. We're going to be in our word. We're going to fast, pray, and just sit in our quiet place and wait for the Holy Spirit to move. Um, so let's go to the next day after I come home and I'm freaking out because I might have to quit my job. It might have either been the next day or two days later. And God gives me another revelation for... Oh, yeah, yeah. By the way, when I was calling my dad, the Lord also told me to cut my hair again. So I was like, nah, bro, you you running back double on the whole quit your job and get your hair cut. And I'm like, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm, I'm like, oh, my gosh, bro. So now it's either the next day or two days later. Oh, wait, if it was on a Monday, that was when the prophetic conference started. So it was it was actually Wednesday. Yeah, it was it was two days later after that. God gives me another revelation through the same podcast again. Now it's starting to work for some reason. But yes, uh, I'm listening to the basement with Tim Ross. And I forgot who he's talking to, but. He makes the point of when God calls you to do something and you keep asking for so much surety 
over and over again to the point where you're practically asking him to reveal the whole plan, you have to take that step of faith. That's like me asking in this context, God, give me the give me give me provision for what my next job is. Let me know what you want me to do with my life. Let me know. And it's just like, where's the step of faith at that I'm calling you to do? when you're so hesitant to even trust me like if i had kept asking god to let me know everything that i'm supposed to be doing after i quit my job what was where was the faith at in that tell me where the faith is in that and it says in the word of god that there is no way to please god but through faith and that's why that's where many people struggle at too also in reading the word of god is that they do not have faith and trust in his word to begin with because they always have so much doubt about well maybe the bible might be fake well maybe it might have been mistranslated well the bible doesn't align with what i believe and let me quite frankly say it doesn't matter what you believe because it's the god of all things the lord of all and yet you feel like your opinion matters when your creator says that it's wrong. It doesn't matter how you feel on a topic that you feel is strongly right because people get to choose whether they want to kill a baby or not. Or whether you feel people get to choose their sexuality or not. Or whether you feel this, that, and the other. And I'm sorry I got to be harsh and lay it out. There's no hatred for the people who do that. That's against my God's word. That I shouldn't even hate nor disdain those people. But rather approach them with love. And that's what I'm going to do. But to say that your opinion is stronger and better than what God's word says is outlandish. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, you mean to tell me you feel like your opinion is so much more stronger and better and morally correct because, oh, I feel like it. Like, excuse me, when when did... When did we become so much more important than the creator of all things? When? Please tell me when. Because I don't know when. It sure don't say it in his Bible. As a matter of fact, it says that we should be listening and obedient to his word. Anyways. So, I'm listening to the podcast. And I hear that where I'm like, we're, we're, we're supposed to step out on that faith. You can't keep asking and asking and asking when he's provided an answer. You're supposed to step out in faith to what God calls you to do. You must take that step of faith. And so at that point, I'm like, oh, man, because I sure have because I've been denying it, denying it, denying it. And I'm like, God, I'm about to go to school, this that, and the other. What my dad's going to think my dad's actually very, very supportive of, the, uh, of, of me listening and making sure that I hear what God says and making sure that this is what God says. And I'm very sure that it is because we'll get to that in a sec. But, um, so I start not panicking, but I start stressing out and worrying, which is something we should not be doing at all. Knowing that the Lord is always with us. The Lord is always right there. That's Jehovah Shammah. I've been trying to write him down and remember him. Actually, I did that this morning. And it's uh, Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is always there. And uh, let me get, let me give you some scripture too. Let me give you some scripture too. That's Ezekiel chapter forty-eight, verse thirty-five, and Hebrews thirteen, verse five as well. I think that's the right one. I don't got my glasses on, so I might be wrong. But the Lord is always there with us, and He reminds me that later on in the story if I just hurry up and say it. But so at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to quit my job. All right, when do you want me to quit? He said tomorrow. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm going to listen, I'm going to listen, I'm going to listen. So I start thinking about like, oh, my gosh, well, it, do I need to cut my hair? He said, yes. I'm like, God, I don't really want to cut my hair. 
I sure don't want to get no buzz cut either. Because a guy who cut his hair got a, got, a, got a buzz cut. And I'm like, God, I ain't getting no buzz cut. And now you see where the hypocrisy is because I was like, I was trying to say like my opinion on what I look like is more important than what God's provision is for my life. And I'll explain that later too. Uh, so it's very, very important that we don't try to put our own beliefs higher than what God is telling us that we need to do because he knows us best and knows what's better for us anyways. So I'm sitting over here thinking, thinking, thinking about how I'm going to do this because I don't want to look like a bad kid because I never quit a job before. And especially with no notice, I've left jobs before, obviously, but not without a two weeks notice. Never that. And it just it's just a bad look and it doesn't give people enough time to recuperate from the lack of staff. And it's just like, dog. Ain't no way I'm finna just quit. But I, I did. I ended up thinking about it. I was like, OK, today I'm going to let everybody know that tomorrow is my last day. And so I'm standing on a ladder <laughs> just on my phone because God tells me that I need to quit tomorrow and that I need to get my hair cut that day. So today is the 24th. So yesterday. No, it wasn't. Was it yesterday? Was it a Thursday? It was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. So it was the 22nd. It was the 22nd of March that I need to get my hair cut. And so I was like, man, I got to get my hair cut. This is last minute. And so God tells me. Ask your barber for a four o'clock. And so I said, okay. The reason that I heard that so clearly lets me know that I'm definitely going to get this appointment at four o'clock and we're most likely going to get a buzz cut, but I don't want it. So I text my barber be like, hey, yeah, you got a four o'clock. I'm waiting, still thinking about God. Like, like, you sure this is you telling me that I need to, to quit tomorrow? Right? And so three, three minutes later after that, I get a text back saying, yep. And at this point, I knew I was I was like doggone it. Yeah, he's opening doors. My mama told me like he's, he was opening every door. And so I was like, OK, we're going to get our haircut today. And I know that I need to quit my job as well. Also, put in my one day notice. So <laughs> I was thinking to myself, like, God, how am I going to tell my supervisor like that? I'm quitting today because there's such a respect that I have for him. In his skill and respect he has for me and the fact that I'm not a garbage worker in this generation because most of my generation doesn't know how to work properly or put an effort towards any type of anything so <clears throat> sorry to throw you under the bus if that was you but that's just a little wake-up call come on now buddy but I start thinking about that and next thing you know my supervisor asks me from across the room, the first time in like two weeks he's ever asked me this. He's like, hey, when you, when you think you're going to school for, uh, when you think you're going to school? And I'm sitting over here like, do I really have to tell him the truth right now? Do I really, really? Oh, my gosh. So that was another confirmation right there. Like, oh, yeah, now you got to tell him the truth. You're, you're going to tell him you're quitting by tomorrow. So he's asking me like, oh, yeah, when, when, when you when you going to school? I said. God, I'm finna lie. <laughs> I was like, I'm finna lie. I was mid-sentence saying like, eh, I don't know when. I'll give you an update. God said, don't lie. I'm like, are you dead serious right now? Okay, well. And so I said, I don't know. I don't think I'm going. And it just flowed out of me. Like I was planning intentionally to lie. I know it was wrong, 
but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be transparent that I was fully intending to lie. And he's just, there's a slight pause. He said, huh? And so he comes over there. I tell him like, I heard and call me crazy, but I heard God tell me to quit my job. And so I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to quit. And I start giving him all the context to it. And he's not very heavy on the religious part. He's not really religious at all. And uh, he then said, hey, you got to do what you got to do. And at that point, I was like, wow. There had to be a sense of respect there because normally I know you would probably call them stupid or crazy. But for us having some type of semblance of respect for one another that he just was like okay you got to do what you got to do i trust your decision hopefully it works out for you hope that goes right and i'm trusting and believing in god that it will be okay and so i'm like kind of high up in my spirits because i just got that off my chest and it felt like i was relieved and at the time now thinking about it usually whenever you confess things that are truth you feel a physical sense of relief Because you've been holding in the truth for so long. And you've been holding it in for so long. And that's the same exact way. The way that I felt when I told, I know, shocker, shocker, big drop of uh, information here. When I told my mother and father a few years ago that I was struggling with pornography and the addiction to masturbation as well. They were so loving and understanding and willing to pray for me and help me out through that in that moment that it was just a such a physical relief of so many years of lying and hiding and feeling that you would be like a sick disgusting young man because you're playing with your your fiddle dee upstairs in your room and they have to think about that image now because you just revealed that image to them but instead they were so loving and taking care they, they were taking care of me by praying for me and making sure i was all right and the physical relief that you feel after that is the same type of physical release I felt. I feel like I felt when I told my boss that, which now in hindsight looks like I was telling the truth. I wasn't lying. Because if I was using God's name for like, hey, yeah, I'm quitting because God told me so and I really just hated the job. And that's that's up. That's a, that's wild. Better repent for that because that's wild. And so. Now I'm like, okay, since I told him, I might as well tell my supervisor. I'm like, not my, not my supervisor, but my boss boss, like the owner of the company boss. And so I start texting him out. I start texting him. And I got the text message written up. Let me let me pull it up so I can make this story a little less hard to understand by my ramblings. So I was going to say, I know this is last minute, but I believe tomorrow is my last day. And I got to... I got a centimeter above pressing that send button. And right before I was about to press send. At the time, I didn't know, but the enemy was like, no, 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 no. Don't send that text message. I was just seeing where your head was at. I just wanted to see where your mind was at. I was testing you to see where your heart and mind was at. And you want to know what? For a very good, like, five minutes, I believed it. But... One key thing that I missed out that I didn't say earlier was when I came home from calling my dad, 
he said this one thing that was very, very important to me, which was, our God is not a God of confusion. Our God will not confuse you. Our God is not a God of confusion. And so when that played in my head, knowing that that one sentence of, hey, I was just testing you, da 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 da, da after I had my heart, mind, spirit, and soul, I, every bit of me was ready to, to leave because I'm following and being obedient and I'm ready to walk in faith blindly. I'm going to step out off this clip of, cliff of faith. And that one sentence threw me off. I was like, You've got to be kidding me. Ain't no way you just like built me up and pulled an Abraham. You did not just drop a Abraham on me. Ain't no way you just dropped the Abraham because I'm not I'm not convinced about this right now. And so I'm walking around pacing around the doggone room because we're really working on a remodel and it's um, commercial. So I didn't really know what I was doing and I did everything I really need to do at that day. And then I walk, I walk for about five minutes. And so I just stand there. After listening to the lies of the enemy say stuff like, yeah, just say you weren't quitting your job. Tell your parents it's any other. Just keep going to school. I was just testing you. And obviously the enemy is going to come in the form of light, even though he is the enemy. And you have to be alert and of sober mind because your enemy lurks like a lion. He's always on the hunt to steal from you. And what he could have stole from me at that moment had I listened to him was the provision and the blessing that God has over my life. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm trusting and believing in him that if I walk in my faith. According to what he tells me day by day, staying in his word and listening to him. I will be able to see this through. Only through him, only through him. So. I stand still. I'm kind of pissed off because I've been listening to the enemy lie to me for so long. And I say, God, if you want me to send this message, I will send it right now without a doubt. Just let me know. So I stand there for about like 20 seconds, type up the message, my fingers over the send button. And in my head, there's this picture, this image of a bright, glowing white robe in the shape of a human being with his hand on my shoulder while I'm hunched over looking at my phone. And I knew it was Jesus. I knew it was my God telling me that he was going to be there always with me. And he is here with me right now. I didn't hear any, I didn't hear anything. I just saw that image there. To be fair, I'll, I'll, I'll draw it out for you. It's like, you know, the opening of the Lion King, whenever there's the black, land but the background is the uh the the orange hue of the sunrise think about that but there's a cross in the middle of that i'm uh i'm in a sh i'm like a shadow figure i'm completely pitch black and there's nothing illuminating but the sun and even brighter illuminating is the son of god jesus next to me holding my shoulder letting me know it's going to be okay and that he's here with me right now in this moment and so i go bet i send the text and i feel relief off my shoulder the image disappears out of my head as soon as i send that jesus was letting me know that he was right there with me and so 
Then I get a text back saying, okay, we hate to lose you, but I'm proud of you for continuing your education and advancing your career. I know you're going to be a great electrician. If you ever need anything, just let me know. Your family now. And I was like, ain't no way. Because I'm not going to school. I'm, like, I'm not even going to school for it. And so I said, I thank you so much. I really do. And this may come off as crazy, but I'm actually leaving for another reason last minute. I've heard from God that I need to leave. I know it sounds wild, but it's genuinely the truth. He tells me not crazy at all with an exclamation mark. And then I say, wow, I truly wasn't expecting that. Thank you so much for your understanding, honestly, because I was not expecting that. And then he says, and this felt wild to hear because I knew nothing about his standpoint on God. It's that God's plans are so much bigger and more important than anything you could ever imagine. Listening and seeing the signs is the hardest part as long as you fully trust. Never make big decisions without praying about it first and you'll be just fine. Even if you don't like the answer. At that point, I was like, you go on ahead, boy. You better go on ahead and start preaching. I was going to say, you better go on ahead, bro. I, I, I saw that and I was like, ain't no way. I was, I was, ex I, I always felt like I was getting another little confirmation. I didn't even know. I felt like it was, it was nice. I said, man, thank you. I said, man, you couldn't be more on the mark. This sign has been most definitely the hardest part. It was almost unbelievable, but I heard it again to step out in faith and I've got to be obedient to him. And I said, man, thank you. I will most definitely remember this as I move forward. And so with that day being concluded, I tell my, uh, my dad I'm quitting my job tomorrow and tomorrow's my last day and that I was going to the prophetic conference and also I'm getting my hair cut off. So I go to the barber and so I'm, I'm very much fighting the idea of getting, I'm very much fighting the idea of getting this bus cut because I did not want to get no bus cut. I did not want to get no bus cut. I, my hair was in an afro and I was like, dog, I look good. And my hair's taken care of. And my curl pattern is immaculate. Ain't no way I'm getting a dog, dog, dog cut, Lord. And so I said, look, let me ignore the dog, but let me just, uh, <laughs> let me cut off all the blonde and let me keep it. Then again, negotiating with God. I started negotiating with God on his plans for me. And so there was no answer back. I'm getting ready to go and I'm in the barber seat now. And I told him, I just want all the blonde off. Hey, Bruno. My dog barking like crazy. Anyways, so I'm in the chair thinking, and I'm just like, dude, I don't want to get no buzz cut. So I say, I want all the yellow off and just keep the rest. And so he starts looking through the middle of my hair, and he said, the yellow runs kind of deep down here, so you might have to go low. And at that point, I was like, I said, the yellow's too low, huh? He's like, yep. So I was like, just just cut it all off, bro. Just take it off. And at that point, I felt them razors. Because all my black brethren know exactly what I mean when you felt the clippers go straight to your head bone. 
And then they just, and then I saw all the progress of the fro just dripping off my, dropping off my head, bro. And it wasn't even sad because it felt nice, even though I didn't know what it meant exactly at that moment. But I could start seeing why God wanted me to cut my hair off. And I was having the same conversation with my barber about everything that I'm telling you guys now. And so I was just like, I was just explaining it to him. And he looks at me and says, so, so what's this for? The hair. And I was just like, oh, this is, this is obedience too. And he's still like, man, you are, you are awesome. And I don't know. Let me, let me search it up now. Cause he's not a Christian. He's Moors. Moors. It's a uh, Moors. Let me see. A tract, tract of open, uncultivated. Oh wait, never mind. The term "moor" derived from ancient Maori is an exonym first used by Christian Europeans to designate the Muslim inhabitants of Maghreb, the Iberian Peninsula, Sicily, and Malta during the Middle Age. Moors are not a distinct or self-defined people. So, sure ain't Christianity. Sure ain't Christianity, bruh. Let me, let me, let me go back here, bruh. I just have to figure that out. Because I had no idea what that was when he told me. So, let me do some more. It says, Moors honor and strictly adhere to the true divine creed of Islam brought by Prophet Noble Drew Ali or Ali the last prophet in these days so if you ask me <laughs> do i support that absolutely not sure don't why bruh it's idolatry and you're being taught by a false god but i'm not gonna hate you i'm gonna just tell you the truth because that's the truth the bible the way the truth and the light jesus is the word and the word was god and the word was with god and the word was there in the beginning sorry i got that out of order uh, John chapter one verse, John chapter one, verses one through five or six. My fault. But um, yeah, no, I I told him that, and I was, I was kind of like, okay, we're in obedience, right? And so God speaks to me again at that point, and He's like, the reason why I'm having you do all this is because I'm preparing you for your new life. I was like, huh? Okay, that's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear, bruh. I need nothing more but to hear that. Let me hear that, please. And so, I, I at that point, I was feeling like really confirmed because I was still going back and forth in my head about like, maybe that was God pulling Abraham on me. And then I was like, my God is not a God of confusion. So stop trying to mix it up. And that's to, to, to say that he's confusing you. And now it's like, bruh, come on. Um... So, I uh, I thought my recording stopped for a second. But anyways. So, blast forward, we got the scalp treatment. We're bald, not literally, but um we got the chop. Now it's time that we go to the prophetic conference and 
mind you, before that, low-key, I'm not going to lie, I was definitely asking God to give those women who were doing the prophetic teachings and the the teachings on how to, you know, prophesy and whatnot, because as Christians, we are all to prophesy. It's not just, you know, obviously there's different levels of the gift of prophecy, but we are all to be able to prophesy anyways. Um, it's written, I believe it's in 1 Corinthians, uh, somewhere in the world. I got to find my uh, scripture for that. Um, I got to find my scripture for that. Um, if you have questions, just let me know anyways, bro. We got an Instagram now, bro. Yep, yep, yay! We got an Instagram, don't we? Uh, this will probably be, like, released way afterwards, and I have multiple episodes even released. Uh, I meant recorded before they're released. Uh, we'll just follow what the Spirit says. But I, uh, I really, really wanted a prophecy earlier on, but I had my confirmations enough. So I go to the prophetic conference with zero expectation of asking that lady for a, pr a prophetic word. Like I'm somebody who had leprosy coming up to Jesus and was like, hear me, please. I was going to do the same thing, but with a prophecy, I was going to go crazy dumb because I really needed to find out. But I, I figured I was walking in as well. So the whole prophetic conference goes by. I'm talking about the whole prophetic conference goes by. And I'm getting ready to walk out the door. I'm talking about, I'm about 15 steps from being outside the building. The woman on the discipleship team who I'm, I'm on, I'm on the discipleship team at my church, World Overcomers Outreach Ministries Church. Um, she comes over and sees my scalped ball head itself. And she says, David. Come on. And she grabs me by the shoulder around. She grabs me around my shoulder and starts leading me back to the uh, to the back of the church, like the off access area. Like you have a key card area where we have our meetings and everything. And so I said, what's what's going to go on, bro? What, what you kidding at me for? She said, you finna get a pro uh, you finna get um, a prophecy. And I was like. I was like, let all the glory be to God because I was about to leave and I didn't know I wanted even, I didn't even need one anymore, but he's still giving me one. So at first I had been asking for a prophetic word from the lady. Her name is Catherine. I think her name is Catherine Sykes. If I'm getting that right. Um, prophetess Catherine Sykes. I might be having that wrong. And so instead there was a lady there who gave me a prophecy um a while ago actually it was it was a while back and morris if you ever end up watching this first episode it was the lady who did our prophecy and so i will play that now so that you could hear what the prophetic word was and it was honestly just like baffling what is your name david David, David, today is March the 22nd, 2023. David, my son, I see you, son, on a fast track with me. You're running hard, and you're running hard after me. My heart is within you, and it beats strongly for my people. You see needs that are there on the streets when you're walking down the street, even when you are in your home and even your family members, your heart, and you hear me, son. Yes, you do hear me. You have ears to hear because you are the sheep of my pastor. 
And what is your portion, son, in this season is Psalms 23. For the year 2023, you shall not want. You shall not want. You shall follow hard after me. Look to me in the days ahead because I'm going to give you everything that you need to press forward and move forward. You are in the right place. And yes, there was a time in your life that the enemy spoke to you and tried to get you off the wrong track, wrong track. But I kept you on that track and you're running fast and you're running hard. I'm pleased with you and know that this is your time. This is the hour. This is the day that I've called you to, that you're going to see great and mighty things that you know not. I was like, bruh, yeah, that confirmed it. We finna be jobless, boy. We finna be jobless. Yeah! I was like, dude, if that didn't confirm it, I don't know what else did. And uh, especially hit whenever the whole devil tried to throw you off the track. It d Does that not correlate to when I was literally about to send the text to actually walk in the provision God has for my life. And yet, next thing you know, I'm being told, you just got hit with Abraham. Come on now, bro. You, you can't get me. You can't get me. Bad job. Farts for the devil. Like, come on, bro. You can't get me like that. So, after I had gotten that, I had definitely gotten all the confirmation that I needed. I didn't need any more confirm confirmation to uh, quit. Because in, uh, whenever you go back, and if you listen to it, when she says, and today is the day in which I have called you, or something about that day, that's the same day I had quit, cut my hair, and had uh, confirmed that my last day is tomorrow. Like, dude, it all happened that day, and yet that day was the day. Um that I was getting in that prophetic word. And also she mentioned Psalms 23, technically the Holy Spirit mentioned Psalms 23. And let me read that to you because that, that as well was not just some random verse thrown out there. It actually blew my mind opening that because it was spot on. So it says from the new King James version, it says a Psalm of David, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the rest of my days, all the rest of my all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I was blown away. By the fact that it started off by the Lord is my shepherd. And obviously, whenever you take it in a literal sense for reference, um, a shepherd will provide all that he needs for a sheep. And in that message. It said that I am the sheep of his pasture. So in a and that's just being revealed to me now that he is saying that he is going to take care of me in this season of not having a job right now. 
And that's fine because whatever way I'm going, I know that in this season of not being an electrician, but rather being unemployed, waiting on the direction that I have been told from God, that it is going to be a blessing to my life and to my family afterwards. And that with it, there will be God's hand on my life because I'm following what he told me to do. And so, yeah, that was pretty much it. I went home and listened to that again and again and again. And it was nice, bruh. So that pretty much is the detailed explanation with a lot of rambling of 40 minutes of me telling my whole reason for starting this podcast. And just 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 explaining how I even got here in the first place, um, what's been going on with me, why I'm bald, um, why I quit my job spontaneously. And it's just like, you know what? I don't care about the what ifs. I don't care about the circumstance. All I know is that I'm finna do what God tells me to do. I'm finna be led by my spirit. I'm finna spend my time in God's word. And in all things I must do to please the Lord. And so, yeah, that is where we're at right now. We're just going to trust in the Lord that he'll provide because he said he would. And, um. Uh, sheep will know his voice so i gotta learn how to listen better so i'm not asking for confirmation for two and a half weeks straight anymore because i don't want to miss out on a blessing because of my ignorance and because ignorance is a big thing for god's people because you know his people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge so i want to be up in my word i'm gonna be reading 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 but yeah that's pretty much all i wanted to do on this first episode was to come on here and just talk and explain where I'm at right now. Next episode will probably be a lot better and a lot more more enjoyable to listen to rather than me rambling the story of you not knowing me. This was mainly for the people who do know me and really an introduction to this season of doing whatever I'm told that I need to do. And so whether this podcast is what I need to be doing or not or one of the things that I need to be doing, um... I'm going to listen. And there was another thing that I was thinking of earlier that I had heard to say for the recording was the the genuine the genuineness of this revelation to me. And so essentially what had come to my mind was I was thinking about like I want to do a podcast, I want to do a podcast because I love the idea of doing a podcast and explaining and conversating and having people ask questions and me coming on here and giving my opinion in the word of God because this podcast is called the word of reason podcast. Um, so I want to bring the word and give you reason from the word. So. I was thinking like I want to do a podcast, this podcast, that podcast, this podcast, that just because that's the only thing that I had thought that maybe that I want to do because I know I wanted to do it because I love seeing Tim Ross do it. I love hearing about podcasts and I could see myself doing that too, just talking with people and uh, giving them answers and talking to other people who may not be here on the podcast or able to be on the podcast but can ask questions because my thing is apologetics and answering questions people have about my God and about the Bible and about Christianity. So I was thinking about like, dude, I really want to do this podcast. But then I was like, I also love photography. I'm an award-winning photographer, not a flex, but uh, <laughs> but I am a photographer. 
and I wouldn't mind doing YouTube. I have a background of doing YouTube. I have a YouTube channel called Nova Banks where I used to play Fortnite, but uh, that was a long time ago. So the editing's not as good. The quality's not as good. And I'm still using that same exact computer to record now. Um, and I was like, I could definitely do a podcast, do photography. But I was like, in all things I do, I'm going to honor you. And I'm going to give you praise. And I'm going to give you the glory in doing such. Because you deserve it. And so I was tripping about just a podcast, podcast, but God revealed to me. I can bless you in all aspects of that area, whichever way you choose to express yourself, because I don't want to I want to do my own thing, but be blessed from it by God. So if I choose photography and podcasting, that's going to be my outlet. As like I can do both. Like I need to stop restricting myself to putting all my energy in one thing, but rather putting my energy diverse into so many different things that I feel like I can do to bring glory to God. And you and at first I was like, how can you do that? How, how are you going to bring photography into that? God revealed a way to bring photography to him. Every time I took a picture of nature, that's his creation. It's just God's creation and I'm photographing like like photograph the beauty the beauty of God's creation and I find that authentic and really nice to think about because it's like I didn't think about it like that I never thought about it like that like taking pictures of nature was my thing and the the awards that I had really won for maybe like two were of people but the rest are of nature because I don't like taking pictures of humans but I really love taking pictures of just stuff in nature and making it either abstract or just enhancing the beauty that I already see in it. And in podcasting, I get I get to talk to people because I already talk to people in my circle about the Lord Jesus Christ and about the Bible and giving them understanding about their the questions that they don't even know that they have pertaining to the Bible that could be answered. So it's like, dog, I already do that. That's not even gonna be bad. Doing a podcast is it's just like I gotta trust God to you know get it out there. And I I got trust and faith that whatever I do, if it's according to his will, he's going to bless it. If it's according to his will, he's going to bless it. I have definitely assured faith that I will be blessed in anything that God is with me in. And so that was such an amazing revelation to me. It's like I need to stop worrying about trying to do one thing and focusing all on that when there's so many other things that I know I can do that could also bring glory and beauty to God and get people to think about it in different manners. And so I was just like, dog. Yeah, this the one, Chief. Yeah, that's all. And so I was just like, yeah, okay, we're we're cooling. We're cooling. But yeah, that's essentially it for like the first recording of the podcast i have no idea what direction i want to go all i want to do is really like eventually when there's more people i'll obviously be like okay drop questions on the instagram um because i'm gonna make a separate instagram aside from my own personal one that leads to the word of reason podcast uh instagram and facebook or social medias and whatever i and what in whichever way i choose to do um Right now, there's no TikTok. I'm not going to be doing no TikTok, but eventually I can take clips from this and definitely make them into TikToks. And for now, I'm going to do audio, but eventually I want to add audio and video so that way it makes it more inclusive and nice. Uh, But yeah, the first one's definitely going to be audio. 
And as we go, we'll branch out and make this thing beautiful so that we can always bring glory to God. But yeah, that'll do it for today's The Word of Reason podcast. I'm out, you bro.